Welcome to the Shed the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Whitens, online women's mental and emotional wellness coach, educator, and mental health advocate. My mission is to create and embrace a new norm of processing emotions and healing trauma. This will allow us to collectively shed the shame, guilt, and stigmas around mental health, emotional well-being, and self-care. It's long overdue for society to empower women to shamelessly focus on their own health and wellness so they can self-heal and in turn model that healing in their relationships and especially for their children. This podcast is a place for inspiration, education, and tools on how to confidently break the societal patterns that keep us stuck, unhappy, and unfulfilled in life. It's time to start creating the healthy and happy life you've always dreamed of. Together, we can do this one episode at a time. So without further ado, let's dive right in and shed the shame. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shed the Shame. I'm so happy you're here. So today I thought it would be great to talk real quick about a concept that I discuss a lot with my clients and people that I do some coaching with and groups that I I do mindset coaching inside of. And not just talk about the concept itself, but like a simple way to apply it because it's a simple concept, but it's not so easy to apply, right? It's simple, but not easy. Ever heard that? That is like the best way to explain anything when you're going through like emotional self-mastery and mindset work and healing work. Like a lot of the concepts are simple, but they're not easy to actually do. And I can't tell you how many client calls I get on where we're discussing something, you know, going on, we're going through through our thing or their thing or whatever. And I come up with a a way to either look at the situation, a way to feel through the situation, or a simple tool to employ to help that person get through that situation. And nine times out of 10, my client says, oh my gosh, that why that seems so simple or like, or if I, you know, have an explanation for something and they're like, well, duh, that makes so much sense now. And it's like a weight is lifted off their shoulders. And so some of the things are very, very simple, but they're not easy. And they're not things that we're taught. Like I had to learn all of this stuff. Okay. So, you know, when I talk about a lot of this stuff, you might be like, oh my God, of course that makes total sense in my life. Why did I never think of that? I feel so stupid. Don't feel stupid. Don't feel stupid because we weren't taught how to do this. And so we don't have the skills and we were taught a specific way to think about things. And so when this outside perspective and this different angle comes in and it seems it's like an aha moment, right? And sometimes you feel stupid about it, but don't, don't, you're here to learn and you're here to grow. Those are the moments, instead of feeling stupid, feel grateful to now have that new perspective or that new tool 
and let it change your life. And that's exciting. Okay. And so the concept today that I'm going to talk about, a lot of times I talk about how you need to have awareness and specifically awareness around how you speak to yourself or awareness of the voice in your head that is saying shit stuff to you all the time. Right. And so I talked about this just, I think a couple episodes ago. And what I always say is, you know, when you start to do this, when you start to pay attention and have awareness around that voice in your head and what it's saying to you day in and day out, every moment of the day, it can get really discouraging. And so I encourage my clients to notice. I like that word. Just notice the voice. Just notice it. Because when you notice something, it, it really takes the pressure off of it, right? It takes the pressure off of you having to do something about the voice or whatever it is that you're starting to pay attention to. So just noticed, notice you're just noticing, you're just taking and collecting information, right? You're just observing, just observe, do nothing else. Don't judge it. Don't criticize it. Don't judge you. Don't judge yourself. Don't criticize yourself. Don't shame yourself. Don't feel guilty. Just notice and observe. Okay. It's, it's simple, but it's not easy, but, but start there. And the piece I want to focus on is that, that criticism piece, because it's really easy for us to criticize ourselves and criticize that voice in our head. And that's where a lot of our shame comes from, right? We criticize ourselves. You know, we say things in our head like, God, that was really stupid. How could I be so dumb? Or, you know, whatever. We're, we're constantly ridiculing ourselves and criticizing ourselves. And so if you struggle with that criticism, I want to offer you a new perspective if you struggle with that self-criticism. And the perspective that I want to offer you is to be curious. Have curiosity, not criticism. Because when you're curious, you're aware, you're looking, you're noticing, right? Without judgment. You're curious. You're you're asking questions to collect information. That's what curious means. You're collecting information, right? Whereas criticism is judgment. It's negative. I'm not talking about constructive criticism. That's different. I'm talking about non-constructive criticism. I'm talking about judgmental criticism. That criticism can spiral us downward real fast. And that is not where you want to be because that just keeps perpetuating that cycle of taking an action, judging yourself for it, and then getting down on yourself for that action because it's not perfect. And this is where that perfectionism piece can fit in too, right? If you feel the need to be perfect, and a lot of people might not resonate with that word perfect, okay? 
you might be an overachiever. That's very similar to being a perfectionist. Okay. You might be a perfectionist. You might be an overachiever. You might be, I was going to say do-gooder, but I don't think that's the right phrase. Because, yeah, I don't like that. That's not the right one. But yeah, if you are constantly trying to outperform yourself, that gets really fucking draining, right? And, you know, you should ask yourself, why am I trying to do everything so perfect? Why do I criticize myself and get down on myself? And why am I so hard on myself if it isn't just right? Because even if it were perfect, you probably would still find something wrong. Have you ever thought about that? I have this question for you. Like this just popped in my head. So if you are an overachiever, if you're a perfectionist, if you have to have things just right, first of all, why do you think that is? But second of all, this is a question I really want you to think about. If you can think, can you think back on something that you accomplished that was perfect? I'm guessing the answer is no, because you always find something to improve or tweak or make better. Or I should have done this or, oh, I wish I would have done it that way or whatever, right? Constantly looking for errors or not good enoughs. And so, you know, if that's you, start observing, start to have awareness and curiosity instead of criticism. And so the way you can do that, you know, you can practice. So think about something that you've accomplished and that you were really hard on yourself on and you got it done, but you weren't satisfied because it wasn't just right. It wasn't perfect. Okay. Think on something that maybe you were disappointed with in yourself. Ooh, disappointment. Ugh. Disappointment is, hmm. That's a whole nother episode. I actually, I'm just looking at all my sticky notes here. I have like ideas for episodes and I have a sticky note here that actually says the hope and disappointment cycle. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that might be, that's going to be an episode soon, that hope and disappointment cycle. But for now, think back on something that you did that you did work hard at, but you were still disappointed in your performance or the results or how it turned out, whatever. And you kind of went round and round in your head about, oh, I could have done this different. I could have been better at that. That part sucked. Why didn't I do this? I should have got started sooner, but I procrastinated. That's me. (laughs) Why didn't I just start this? Why didn't I just do it sooner? I could be done with it by now. Well, that's a behavior pattern stemming from other things. And another episode. (laughs) I probably have an episode on that, actually. We're nearing 100 episodes here, so it's hard to keep track of them all. But that disappointment that you feel with yourself, oh, that's a dagger. 
And if you're constantly looking for something about yourself or your work to be disappointed with, what are you doing? And are you doing that with other people too? Like your kids or your partner? Oof. Really think about that. But now, don't you dare start feeling shitty because remember, we're going to be curious. We're not going to criticize. So with curiosity, let's explore that. Think about that time you were disappointed or think about a time you were disappointed with someone else or something else and how, how you felt at the time or how you feel right now about it. Okay. We're not going to criticize, but we're going to be curious. Where does this cycle of criticism come from? And everybody's answer is going to be different who's listening to this. Okay. I I know where my cycle comes from. A couple different places. This is going to be linked to your need to be perfect or your want to overachieve right? Because there must be someone besides yourself, probably, whom you don't want to disappoint. So remember, we're just being curious. Who is that person for you? Who is that person that you don't want to disappoint? They might not even be here anymore, but This is a burden that you've been carrying with you and you've been unnecessarily criticizing yourself because of that person or an event involved with that person for probably decades. So it's not really you criticizing yourself. You just learned how to criticize from someone else because There was an event with someone that you looked up to, probably doesn't have to be someone you looked up to, could be someone who just like really super embarrassed you and, you know, that was traumatizing. But this is linked to that deep, horrible feeling of disappointment. feeling disappointed in yourself, a feeling ashamed with yourself or someone being disappointed in you. If you feel as though you let someone else down or they let you know that you let them down, that's a real bad feeling. Okay. So you learned how to criticize yourself from somebody else, from something else. Figure out what it is. Just be curious. When you figure that out, you probably have an idea of something right now. But if and when you figure that out, I want you to know that this explains why you're so hard on yourself. It explains why you criticize yourself. But I want you also to know that it doesn't excuse 
maybe what that other person did to you. It doesn't excuse their behavior. And if you're the type of person who's like, well, you know, my mom was hard on me because she loved me and she wanted the best for me. And, you know, okay, yeah, that's great. That still doesn't excuse someone criticizing you constantly, even though you're doing your best and you are doing an amazing job. Okay, this could be something from your past or this could be something that is happening to you now. You might have a partner that is nonstop criticizing you and you are wore the fuck out. So my question is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Because you don't deserve that. My suggestion is to set some boundaries. If you don't know how to do that, shoot me a message and I can point you in the right direction. I've got a program about boundary setting. So if you need it, go to my website and go to programs. They're, they're on my website. If you're interested in that, jenwhitenswellness.com, go check it out or DM me. I can point you in the right direction. If you have a question, just message me on the socials. But that criticism needs to stop. That's self-criticism. And this, this curiosity, like you can use this tool in every part of your life that you're struggling with or confused about. Just start being curious. Ask questions and collect evidence. Don't judge. Because that judgment will lead to self-judgment and back to that self-criticism. And that's the whole thing that we're trying to eradicate here, right? We don't want to get caught in that cycle again. So you have to change or interrupt that pattern of self-criticism. It might even be an excellent idea for you to recognize, get curious about that pattern of self-criticism. When do I feel triggered to self-criticize? When am I the hardest on myself? When do I disappoint myself or feel disappointed in myself? Look for a pattern, okay? I, you know, you might realize that you typically feel disappointed in yourself or you typically criticize yourself after you've spent time with a specific person. That might be eye-opening for you. So look for a pattern and then fill in the blanks of that cycle. Like look for the trigger. This is that awareness cycle right? The, how you have awareness is you identify the trigger. Okay. There's probably an event within the event. There's a trigger. And then you recognize that you react a certain way or you respond a certain way, or you feel a certain way, identify that, and then take that piece and ask yourself, can I remember a time in my past when I felt this way? Like when was the first time? Or when was a time that really stands out to me? And I, it was just super awful. That triggered this cycle. Okay. Because likely that event made you feel a certain way. And then to cope with that, you became a 
perfectionist because you never wanted to let somebody down or disappoint them ever again. And so this is how you break the cycle. You have to have awareness and curiosity about what is happening within your own pattern. Once you have awareness around that, you can start to interrupt that pattern and make different choices. And that is what's going to set you free. That is what's going to make you feel so much better. That is what's going to get that monkey off your back. That burden, that shame. That's how you get rid of it. Toss that shit out. It was never yours. All that negative shit you carry, not yours. Someone gave it to you. Dump it. Dump that shit off. I'm actually going to be going very much more in depth on these types of topics and how to heal within each of these things in the coming year. I'm going to have a lot of free, amazing, like free trainings and tools that you can utilize and programs that dive deeper into it if you want extra or you feel you need extra and it'll benefit you. So be on the lookout for that. I'm actually going to be launching a little emotional self-mastery toolkit freebie for you all. So keep your eyes peeled. That's going to help you. That freebie, I'm giving away basically my, like my patented process that I take my clients through. I'm not taking you through it personally. That's what I had. That's what people pay me for. But I can show you the framework on how to do it. And that's so exciting for me because I think that is important because it helps so many people. I help heal myself and I use it to help heal others. And if that can help more people, then I'm going to give it to you. So I'm very much looking forward to sharing that with you. It's in development right now as of February, whatever. It's the first week of February. So very soon that's going to be coming out this month. Be on the lookout for that. And uh, if you have questions on any of this, if you're curious to know more on this stuff, hmm, curiosity, not criticism. Remember that. If you're curious to learn more, please come find me. If you're a new listener, I'm on Instagram as Jen Whitens, Facebook, Jenny Whitens. Where else you can email me at Jen at JenWhitensWellness.com. My website is JenWhitensWellness.com. J-E-N-W-H-I-T-E-N-S. That's me. Go find all the stuff. Thank you for listening. I'm so happy that you're here. Everyone who listens holds me accountable to keep keep doing this. And I, I love doing this. So, and I do it for you guys. I do it for the listeners. So thank you for being here. And we will see you next time. If you have any questions or you want me to cover a specific topic, I would love to hear from you. So shoot me a message or email. And all my info too is in the show notes. So go check that out if 
if you don't want to rewind and try and figure out how to find me. So thanks for listening. And I look forward to hearing back from you and we'll see you next time on Shed the Shame. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Shed the Shame. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with. If you feel so inspired to, please leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode on Facebook or Instagram. I greatly, greatly appreciate your love and support.